Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 1, Episode 7. Hello and welcome back to Education on Fire with um, me, Mark Taylor. Um, today I'm delighted to welcome Ash Manuel and um, he's the, the creator of um, Growing with Gratitude um, and this is something which I find um, really, really important and something which I come across quite a lot and just in education um, currently, um, because children have to go to school, it's something they have to do. Um, the, the the whole idea of being grateful for the education that you've got and grateful for things around you, I think, is a really is a really key thing um, to try and get across. And um, yeah, this this organisation is, um, as I'll tell you, is, as as he gets the uh, as he gets the story going of sort of how from from being a, a, t- a teacher in in a school in Australia, um, how this all came about and um, and and how it's grown. So um, welcome, Ash, and many thanks for being on the show. No, thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate uh, you having me on. Brilliant. So, yeah, can you give us a little bit of background? Um, tell, tell us a bit about your background from from your sort of teaching beginnings and and how uh, growing with gratitude um, became a reality and what your vision was for it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Mark, I'm uh, I'm from in uh, Adelaide, Australia, and I guess I've always lived here and, and grew up here. And I guess out of high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to become, but um, I guess being from a family of teachers, I decided to go down the path of uh, teaching at university and did the whole primary school teaching, but really wanted to be a PE teacher. So it was a bit of a, no, it wasn't really a risk. I knew that maybe it wouldn't start off being a PE teacher. Normally coming out of university and teaching jobs, you just take what you sort of can get, which sort of happened. But then I was very fortunate at the end of my last year of teaching to be um, at a manual primary school in Adelaide, which is a very, very, very good school. And I was there for 12, 12 years and and uh, I guess uh, along the way, though, I, I uh, discovered um, that I didn't really want to teach for the rest of my life. <laughs> I think uh, I think I discovered that well, life's quite short, and I think it's about sometimes living on your terms, doing what you want to do when you want. And as a teacher, like don't get me wrong, I absolutely love love teaching, but one, one thing that sort of was a bit bit of a not concern, but just something that was on my mind that we get told to when we have to be at school, like it when the bell goes, when we leave and stuff like that. And then I came around this way of thinking about, well, yeah, maybe there's something more that I can do to maybe like yeah, stop, um, teach a bit earlier to like do the things that I really want to do when I want kind of thing. So I looked into property investing actually and, and uh, discovered uh, some really interesting things about property investing and uh, in researched a lot of the, well, I guess some of the world's top property investors. And what they kept on saying was that their happiness led to their success and which uh, was I found quite interesting and then the more I looked into it they were talking about this thing about gratitude leading to happiness and happiness leading to success and I always sort of I just I was guess like many of us we think that uh, people those people who become successful um, become successful uh, ha- they become happy when they become successful but th- there was a pattern that was developing it just wasn't one person talking about this it was a number of different people and and I, I thought oh okay there might, might be something in this so I started looking into this thing about uh, cultivating happiness and uh, as well and, and also sorry I realized that you can actually cultivate happiness and gratitude by doing these little daily activities and the first way I or the first time I came about this was a book through called the slide edge by a guy called Jeff Olson and I think it should be in my opinion it should be compulsory reading for every uh, teenager in the around the globe I think because it 
it, it sets out if you just do daily daily little activities every day over time can lead to success it doesn't have to be done overnight but if you just got that daily discipline to work on actions daily then you can get to where you want and that sort of really resonated with me and then i uh, in, in his book, he recommended uh, a book called uh, The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor, who's a positive psychologist at uh, Harvard University in America. And I, I really resonated with his book as well. And he had some great, just little, two, little short, two, two to 10, 15, 20 minute act- daily activities. And I started to do them uh, in my life and had, had a real positive impact just writing things like three things you're grateful for, uh, doing an act of kindness a day, whether it was just couple minutes in his book he talks about even if it's just two minutes writing an email to say someone thanking them for something uh, and also positive a lot of positive reflection so taking the best parts from the day and thinking about the good parts and not worrying about uh, so much about the negative things that happen and I started to do these these kinds of things and also a little bit of meditation which I've never done before but that's I discovered that's a very powerful uh, practice and I did this for like probably oh, a year um, very consistently stuck to it very very strictly and it had a massive massive positive impact and and one day I, I, I was just walking along and like doing my exercise as I started to get into a, a good habit of doing something every day and I just had this uh, idea of well oh, I've learned this stuff in my well, early 30s at the time I'm thinking oh, I, I could have been learning this when I was in primary school so in January 2014, basically, as of this recording, exactly pretty much three years ago, I started, I thought, well, okay, if I use the theory of the slight edge uh, and just take positive daily actions over time, I'm going to see if I can create something for primary schools. Because when I learned about this stuff in my own life, I looked around for, uh, for things that I could teach the children at school, but I, I couldn't really find anything that was on the same wavelength and the same thinking that was about just little positive daily habits um, with, around gratitude and kindness and things like that. So I thought, well, I'm just going to go at, at, uh, at creating it. So as I said, I, I just thought, okay, I'm going to commit to work on this every day for a year, starting January 2014, and just see where it goes. So I did that and had a lot of good momentum in the in the first uh, 12 months, built some really good relationships. Um, and one one of the criteria I wanted to, uh, wanted to create this program was it had to be evidence based. So one of the one of the first things I did was I contacted uh, Professor Deb Price from the University of South Australia, who's the professor of wellbeing education at the university, and had a caught up with a coffee for her with her and um, just explained the idea that I had a bit of the reasoning behind it. And she said, "This sounds great. Let's um." let's uh, apply for a grant and let's see if we can test it. So we did and we, we were awarded the grant and we did a whole whole school approach uh, with about 600 children in, uh, sorry, 560 kids in, in uh, Adelaide in South Australia where I'm from and also one classroom in Hong Kong just for a bit of diversity. So that, that's how it started. And now um, three years later, we've sort of grown, listened to teachers' feedback and parents' feedback, and and also just children. Like a lot, a lot of that process was interviewing um, children as well, so that they were able to give some feedback about what impacted them the most. And yeah, as I'm sure that we can talk about a bit more about what's in the program, Mark. But that's basically how it it came about. Growing with gratitude, and yeah, it's something that um, yeah, I'm really enjoying doing currently, and yeah, can't see it stopping anytime soon.
it's 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 a really interesting and and, and a really great story. I'm just on a personal note. You sort of you said you sort of committed to a to a year. Did you did you feel like you needed an amount of time for it to sort of almost seep into who you were and become part of of, of who you were? Um, or did you as you, as you started it? Did you sort of find you actually ended up having sort of almost like um, bits of uh, oh hooray a sort of a, a ha ha moment and uh, and just know what was going on? Or, or was it literally sort of bit by bit it it started to sort of become part of of who you were and you saw the benefits from it yeah i think um that's a good question i think it, it was a part of who i was before i started because i was probably was on this journey for actually just a year probably a bit longer than that actually i probably it was probably a couple of years i started to do these habits and it not only it, it impacted like just doing daily habits of like gratitude and things like this because before I, I knew what gratitude was like I, it's been but grateful for things that we have but until you actually practice it or in my opinion, it doesn't mean much. You actually got to practice it to get that full benefit. And I think after a couple of years of doing that, it was a part of me. And then as I went along with the, I guess, trying to set up a, a program for primary schools so teachers can uh, use um, some resources to to teach children positive habits in, in, in a fun and engaging way, I think that's when, I guess, I took that approach of just doing it daily because... I don't have a, I guess, a, in a business sense, I don't have a business background or anything like that. So it's just a, a matter of working out as you go. At the start, I thought I could do this all on my own, but after a couple of months, I realised no, that's not going to happen. I need help. <laughs> so <laughs> I need, I needed mentors. I needed to build partnerships. So I, I, I think that was uh, the, the journey. I, I sort of was. It was a part of me first, but then I have been able to grow from, I guess, developing, developing something from what was a part of me, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's. Uh, I mean, I know from having now created this podcast that it's. Uh, you know, you sort of suddenly have this sort of burning ambition and a desire to to spread what you're learning and and what you're really interested in. And and like you say, you you realise that you can't do it on your own. Whether it's a technical thing or a business thing, you know, you need help and support from one way or another. And also, you need to be part of a community, especially the community that you're trying to sort of become part of as you were you know so like i say those relationships with schools and um and the university are just absolutely crucial in that because i think it just gives you the support and it gives you the it gives you the foundation that you need sometimes just to think actually i knew i felt this was right but just having other people say yes actually i know this is a good idea and there's a lot of benefit in here is uh i think i think it's a really positive thing yeah absolutely couldn't agree more mark um so from from a from a school's point of view, I mean, as as we've just been saying, you're you're from South Australia. It, it, the program itself, you're able to 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 access that from anywhere in the world. So, I mean, I'm I'm based here in the UK, and a lot of my audience uh, um, are UK based, and and also from the US as well as uh, as well as some some other countries around the world. So, just explain a little bit about how the program works, and um and and specifically why why you think it works for 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 school children. I mean, you said you sort of got to it a bit later, and um, but I can understand that kind of just having it embedded in schools just means that it just becomes um is natural to them as um as learning to read and write really yeah absolutely so yeah just i guess going back to that first part of the question mark with the yeah it's, it's like uh the, the aim is to create a global i guess a global community and and uh we've got school i mean there's different levels that of that schools are involved in and there's on the website um i'm sure that we linked up um, somewhere it's growingwithgratitude.com, but there's free resources that uh, a free resource library where teachers and schools can access some resources to to get started. Um, and 
we've got schools from 44 schools, schools, families, and teachers from 44 countries that access that. So it's, it's developing to a nice uh, global community. And then if schools want to take it to a whole level where it's a whole school approach, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's in the last six or so months, it's actually been able to um, gone from printable materials to actually putting it online in a, in um, in for, uh, it's online and it's easy to for teachers and uh, schools to access and it's just yeah it makes it makes just a lot more uh, a lot more easier for teachers to implement and that's one of the things that uh, I wanted to do as well because I know that teachers have well, I've been a teacher myself I think that's one of the, the I guess the advantages that I had in this uh, doing this is that I knew that teachers always get stuff added to their uh, daily schedules or their curriculums and not much taken away. And so it had to be easy for teachers to access, um, to implement. And I wanted to create something that's like a done for you type model where all the resources are done for the teacher and they just have to access the resources, or I guess just read up on the, the little activities or the lessons that are involved just to, I guess, uh, level their knowledge so they, they know what they're teaching, but all the resources are there for them. And uh, that's um, yeah, that, that that's what the uh, I guess one of the the main the main points was to make it easy for teachers. But some of the results that we had has, has been like really brilliant. And it's and I mean one thing that really stands out to me is where one of the I was speaking to one of the principals of the schools that does the program, and he, he was telling me that um, a parent came up to him and said, uh, "What have you done to my my child?" And the principal sort of looked a bit stunned. He said he's actually doing stuff around the home for my family and, or for our family and doing things and, and he's actually saying that he's he's, he's grateful and, and thanking us for things and like that and and he's, yeah, that stemmed from what they were doing in the classroom with the program so it's it's a two-way thing so what actually and the reason why that is was because part of the program is um one of the it's, it's based on something called the five habits of happiness and one of the five habits is it's called Operation Home Service, which is kids doing around, uh, kids doing things around the house for their families to serve. So that's a bit of a part of service, and um, that. And he started to do things around the house and started to use those things about gratitude in the home. So what was actually happening from school, he was taking it and using that at home. And that kid was in year three, so it's um it, it can have an impact at quite a young age. And it's just about training kids' minds to focus on those things that we can be grateful for. And it's not gonna happen overnight, but the idea is that just do daily, short, two to 10 minute little activities and cultivate those habits. And it's it's just about, that's what the, the, the program's based on. And it's that's why it's easy for teachers to teach because it's not time consuming. It's just little consistent daily action. Now it doesn't have to be every day, but if you can do a little activity, which is maybe based on gratitude, kindness, um, serving others, positive reflection, um, and something we call another one of the five habits is uh, a well-being warrior, which is exercise and a bit of meditation side of things. And uh, and if we can just teach children to, to do those little daily habits that each day, then it's going to set them up for a life of, um, I guess, happiness, joy and resilience. I think they're the building blocks to create those things. When we talk about gratitude and empathy and things like that, that builds resilience and that happiness and joy in our lives. And when we're happy, like, we work really well. We we can concentrate better. We have better relationships. We uh, our academic achievement is a lot better, and that's um, and that's something that we've found has worked in the in the in the program as well. And that's actually going back to that university study that the um, the hypothesis, I guess, question, if you like, was uh, 
does um, gratitude, does habits of gratitude and sorry, does gratitude and other positive habits increase achievement? And it's not just academic achievement, but it's like uh, achievement with relationships and, and in life in, in general. So it's actually um, one thing I didn't realize, Mark, when we started this uh, uh, university study is how long it actually takes the process of study. So we, we completed the study about well, we, probably just over 12 months ago now, and the paper, the first paper hasn't actually been released. So I didn't realize it actually got to be a long process, but I can, I can, um, I was involved in a lot of the testing and I guess this is from um, me interviewing kids, parents and uh, teachers as well. So we know we've got some really good feedback through that, but um, yeah, there'll be hopefully in the next month, I've been told that the first paper will be released. So I'm sure that we'll be able to get that out to schools as well when we, when we um, receive that ourselves. Yeah, and I guess that that's really good, isn't it, to sort of to sort of have that corporate, co- excuse me, cooperation and and um, and just that sense of sort of people reinforcing. Um, I guess what they already know, because uh, I would imagine those papers are really going to just um, be able to show you what everyone's feeling. Um, and 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 as you were chatting, it, it really sounded to me like a lot of it's about awareness, isn't it? And I think um, the whole age and, and, and how you get involved in this is, a, is an important factor because I think children, when they're very young, they're, they're really keen to please and to serve and to um, and they, these things are sort of natural things which they do. And it's and as 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 they get older. Um, I, I just think the the environment that they're in, and often the school environment, is very. Um, I, I don't know. I guess you get a little bit away from that unless you actually become sort of focused and aware of it, which seems to be what what you're doing. That the 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 program is such that it gives you the skills that you need to do to bring you back to that. And I guess if you started early enough, you're just encouraging them to do what they were doing naturally. And, and as they are a little bit older, I guess they're in, then in a position just to sort of think, oh yes, I, you know that is part of me, and I am I, I'm aware of now what's going on. And like you said about the story about taking it back into the home, you know, just that kind of that they then are aware of, of of what everyone does at home and actually being part of that and actually feeling what that's like and and then actually feeling the positive benefits of that and that's that's quite a long way of doing a chore because you've been told to do it and it's actually very different when you do it from a from a, from a place of uh, of growth and, and happiness and wanting to serve isn't it yeah absolutely and i guess one thing i, I yeah i think mark i read somewhere um that i think children develop or people develop their habits when they're like, or the majority of their habits when they're like three or four or five like years of age. And that's very interesting. And I think if, if kids can start these positive habits when they start school, as you say, like kids, are, when they, they're young, they, especially when they're year, um, so when they're age four or five, they, they are keen to help. But it does seem to, I've noticed that as well, like in, in school, um, as they get older, um, I think, uh, I think there's a bit of a middle period because when they get to that, I guess, grade six, uh, when they're in that leadership position at the primary school, they do take a more responsibility. But there are a couple, a couple of year levels in that, um, maybe year three, four, five, where that responsibility, they, it does sort of, I guess, go away a bit where they go through this stage of thinking they're a bit more entitled and, <laughs> don't, and don't tend to um, want to give too much. But um I think it, it does pull when they have that leadership role and their responsibility and they're the older kids in the school, yes, they take on that responsibility, but then if they then they go to that high school, well, then it drops back again and they probably go back into their shell a bit and um, maybe think that yeah, serving isn't, yeah, it might stop a little bit, but if we can really embed that culture in, in the school and, and the children themselves from, from the start, then hopefully that will continue on. There will be no sort of, I guess, up and downs 
in in that way of way of thinking. And also, this is not just for for primary school kids. This is for the teachers as well. So, I mean, I stumbled across this this way of thinking through positive educate or positive psychology uh, by looking to property investing. So I'm sure that a lot of teachers aren't aware how positive education and this this way of being grateful and how you can actually re reframe things to I guess create more happiness in your day and, and it's fine to be fine to be sad and angry and frustrated with things that's just the way human nature is but we don't really want to be frustrated and angry and sad all the time but if we can if we can just use little uh if we can if we've just developed these little habits like around gratitude and and uh and kindness just through if things do go wrong then we can we can pull ourselves back to a more of a neutral state just by thinking okay well yeah I'm going to have a, this is going to be a tough conversation I'm going to have with this parent. It's not going to be easy, but at the end of the day, I am grateful that I've got a home to go to tonight. I've got a family and it's just, I'm sure I'll be fine. It's not going to be really that bad. And it's just like reframing things like that. And that's just a, a little example. But if we can train kids from an early age to be grateful, obviously it's going to take a bit of time to train them to think like that. But if, if we can plant the seed as soon as they start school to do those acts of acts of kindness and and start these habits of gratitude and and serving others and just just developing those skills from an early age it's it's going to be it's going to set them up for a, yeah as i said before like a, a a positive hopefully successful life and and same for teachers as well it's just it's trying to give them the some coping strategies if it's if it's that or if they cope well to try to get them up to go to another level in their own life so it's it's, a, it's across the whole school not just for kids and that that sounds really good. And and the other thing I really liked from what you were saying before was was the way that you can access it in in slightly different levels. So if um if there's a teacher that that thinks or that is listening and thinks that's a really good idea, they they can go to that website and they can they can download some stuff. They can see what it's about and and they can sort of introduce it into their class in a really easy way. Um and 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 I think that the power is is in showing it those things and i think from that point if they get some positive effects and the children within the class will start talking about it to some of their peers in different classes and then that's there's a really natural approach then and i'm, I'm sure that teacher can then go to their head or or go to go to the sort of the school governing body in a way of just saying that we've had some really positive results here let's think about making this a whole club a whole school um um thing to, to to pursue and um and and sign up and get involved properly and, and then get access to all those other things that can really be embedded um so that everyone can really benefit it just sounds like a, a really sort of good progression and, and and i think that really sounds like it can work really well yeah absolutely and, and yeah those resources that you're talking about mark are growingratitude.com and if you just search a lot if you look on the top of the navigation bar there's a library there and um, teachers um it's, it's got Three categories: it's got teachers, schools, and parents or families. And um, teachers can access if they click on the teacher button. Teachers can access uh, yeah, some resources through the library, some free resources that they can use in their classroom straight away. And and if they like that, um, if they like what they see, and and they yeah, share it with other teachers, that's great. And then it, it can become a whole school approach. And and if, if they want to take on the whole school approach, then they they can come and email me, and we can we can talk and, uh, and tell them how they can be a part of the whole school um, approach and I guess continue to develop that global community as well and be part of that global community. And have, have you got any examples of, of, of you sort of said about how it sort of um, implements, uh, implements, how it sort of infiltrates in, into the home life and um, and that kind of thing. It, I guess that also um, 
gets involved in the whole community as well because once you start thinking that way and you're looking to serve others that i guess the whole thing just sort of um becomes part of of, of the school life and the home life but then it, i guess it must sort of transform into the community as well and i guess that's a really positive thing from a school's point of view as well as obviously from from the children's point of view in how the whole whole environment improves around you yeah absolutely that that's one of the one of the one of the, the goals of um what we're trying to yeah we're trying to do create this community around between the, the school and the family home and and bring it together and and i guess one of the one of the things that, and, and the reason why that was, was because I guess when I was growing up, I mean, I came from a great family, and but it just wasn't positive education wasn't really around, and and I think um, if, if we can give, and, and as I said before, like a lot of um, teachers didn't know about, did might not know about this way of thinking, but parents are exactly the same. Like oh, I, um, my, a lot of primary school age parents of my age, and they and they might not, not understand this way of thinking as well. So if we can show them it not only for their for their kids to help cultivate their kids in this way as well but then themselves as well because this is growing with gratitude is is um based on philosophy of a lot of the um top positive psychologists like you've got um, sean Acor that it's, it's based on and barbara fredrickson who wrote a book called positivity um sonia i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher her last name sonia lime i think her last I'm not sure how you say it, but she wrote a book called The How-To of Happiness. And um, also Martin Seligman, who's the, I guess, considered the one of the, the, fa- the fathers or the starters of positive or psychology. And um, and then we've taken, I guess, those, those the main, I guess, the most well-known positive psychologists and adapted uh, based on a lot of their work down to a, a kid's level. But it's um, and then also taking the slight edge approach and, and the compound effect by Darren Hardy, taking all those I guess way of thinking and moulding into a kids level. But the whole philosophy is actually based around stuff for adults, but it's just being modelled and I guess packaged into a a kid appropriate or a child friendly and a way. And but the whole as I said, the whole philosophy is based around for stuff for adults, so it's just as relevant for for adults to learn. So. If we can build that community around the whole school and also at home and the parents and and one thing that I got drilled into me at Emmanuel Primary School where I was teaching for twelve years is our principal he always was saying that service starts in the home so he was encouraging children to serve in the home first and then serve in the school and then out in the wider community so that was that was one of the reasons why one of the five habits of happiness is operation home service is because of his teachings that he he really ingrained in our in our school culture and that really yeah that really resonated with me about i think it's so important to serve like it doesn't matter what what you're doing if you're if you're a business owner or if you're um it doesn't it doesn't matter like if you're if, if you're a child if we can serve each other and learn to serve that's what i think we're here to help each other and on earth that's what our main reason to be is to serve others so if we can teach children to do that and have that happening as a whole community, I think it's only going to, I guess, make the make the world a better place. I, I think that's absolutely right, and I, and I think the starting point is exactly what you said. It's it's even just having the having the conversation. It's it's just that kind of just opening the whole door to even thinking in in that way. And um, and once you once you start to step through there, I think I think it just becomes a self fulfilling prophecy because um, you're doing this 
not just because you're told to, but because it, it's a conversation that you're having and it's part and parcel of, of maybe what you're doing in your school. But as soon as you feel the positive effects of actually being involved in that, then you want to do more anyway because it it it's it just feels good and 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 as you said it i think it's part and parcel of human nature in in a really positive way and actually what we're here for so um once you sort of reconnect with that it, it it just the snowball effect is 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 just a really positive one and and, and as you said i think it um affects the children affects the the parents and the teachers in the school and and the wider community and it's um yeah just a just just a really really good idea and um and and i'm really pleased that it, it's working so well for the people that are working with you already and i'm so so pleased to be able to share it to all of our listeners and and hopefully extend it further further around the world and 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 i wish you really well with it and uh and, it, and it's an interesting that we're talking about it today because um here in the uk um our prime minister theresa may was just talking today about um mental health and um and supporting children in schools and all that sort of thing and it just seems like uh rather than having to think about it in terms of people already having troubles and needing support this is the sort of thing which i think is really important because it just starts by thinking in a different way to begin with and hopefully that that'll help children actually maybe not develop in some some of the things that they may have to deal with later because their whole philosophy of life and their whole understanding of what it is um to be growing up actually will be different and hopefully that that that's a, a strong place to be and uh, and a more encouraging place to to grow up and um and and i and i hope these types of things just uh just yeah just just help everybody um from a really early starting point yeah absolutely Mo. i couldn't agree with more what you just said this is one of the yeah i guess one of the main points to create something like this is to i guess prevent and reduce those mental health issues because yeah around the i guess the western world at the moment like anxiety and um, depression is quite high and it's not just in adults it's in in children as well like i think there's statistics out um i'm not i guess america uh uk and australia probably similar stats i'd say like one in or i don't want to get too wrong but it might be one in four um boys or one in three girls or the other way around maybe that experience some kind of uh, mental health issue um by the time they're a teenager which is quite alarming and and i read somewhere i can't quite remember their names but i read this study where they're predicting by 2030 that uh, depression will be the leading disease in the world. So that's um, that's very alarming statistic. And if we if we can and those in 2030 is the primary school kids of today. So when they become adults, so if we can I guess prevent um, and and create I mean it's not going to eradicate it by any means, but if we can play a little part in reducing and changing somebody's life and planting the seed for a life of happiness and as you said mark just a different way of thinking from a, a young age to hopefully prevent that from happening then well we've we've done our job because it, it's it's helped one person and that's that's all we aim to do so if we can do that job done absolutely and um and for, for all the all you listeners out there um the great thing is is that if, if you go to growingwithgratitude.com um that's all you really need to do because from there you, you you'll get a whole uh, the whole feel of, of of what it's all about is as well as obviously having heard ash speaking today um and you can just download a couple of the resources just get a real feel for it in, in in bring it into your classroom get the conversation going and then and then just allow it really just to just to fl- flow in a natural way and, and i'm sure you know schools will as soon as they start to to really feel the benefit of it will want to jump on board and, and get more of those resources and, and get in part of the program because it, it, it's only a win-win for for absolutely everybody and um 
and and it's as we said it's opening the opening the door starting the conversation and that really is the the, the most important thing i think yeah absolutely that's it's a great way to start and it's just on the uh, resource library for teachers there's a lot just some there's some templates there's some lesson ideas and just little instructions of about how to use the template. So it's a really good way to get started. Then, as I said before, if, if, if schools want to take on the whole school approach, which can really change um, the culture as well of the whole school, um, which, which we've seen it done, which is actually yeah, really, really good. And it's, um, yeah, if, you, if you've got a good culture already, you can even take it to another another level. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good, um, we've had some really good feedback. And we're, I guess, proud what Bano achieved, but it's only going to keep going and keep getting better because we listen to teachers, we listen to schools, we listen to children themselves, we listen to parents and to try to improve it and make it better. And I guess that's the beauty of having the internet. You can you can do that in a short amount of time rather than having printed materials and books where as soon as you print it, well, it's hard to change. So it's, yeah, it's yes. always, um, yeah, so it's, um, and also I'll just um, mention this, Mark. Also, for, we've done a, a um, we're running a webinar at the moment, so I'm sure that in, if you if you want to link to um, the webinar um, as well, like we run, so it's just uh, it goes for about forty minutes. Uh, it ju- it just gives teachers an idea about what they can or just some yeah things that we've learned um, and some changes that they can make in their classroom to really uh, help uh, yeah implement that culture of gratitude within their classroom and across the school. That that sounds fantastic, yeah. And and all all, all of these links to uh, to the website and the webinar and um and all ways of, of of connecting um will be on the show notes. So just yeah, just go to educationonfire.com dot com and um and uh, yeah, all all those links and all the details about the show um will, will be on there. And uh, we'll make sure you've got all the resources uh, that you need. And um and just one one sort of final point, which um what I've decided to do in in a coming season is is we. We talk a lot about the education and what the teachers are doing and what the schools are doing, but very rarely do we um, do we actually talk to the children. And what I liked about what you just said was the uh, the whole thing about actually you listening to the children as well as the schools and and, and the staff and that as well. And 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 I want to spend one of the seasons actually talking talking to pupils and just sort of hearing you know what works for them, what doesn't work for them. Not just in terms of I like maths or I like science, but I don't like this and I do like that. But just kind of how they feel. What what are the things that are in their school that make them feel good? What what is it that makes them feel more themselves? And and um, I'd really like if we can, if we can make, maybe get it working is 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 to maybe. Have have a chat with some of the people that you know within some of the schools that are already doing the program and just sort of see if they've got a real sort of insight into in, in into what these changes have done for them and, and how it makes them feel absolutely yeah absolutely we can arrange that for sure actually just on that Mark, actually i'll share well, this is a very short story but it's um a, a real probably the a real one of the biggest moments we had in, in the program was through interviewing kids and one of the things what happened was this was going back probably a couple of years ago one of the I interviewed or verbally interviewed the kids, but also they had to fill out a bit of a survey as well. Because what happened was before we did a major um, 600 children test, we I just did a short, a small sample test of 12, 12 um, kids from, uh, aged from about six to 11, um, boys and girls. And one of the, they had to do uh, for six weeks, they had to do these these tasks. And one of them was writing three things they were great for every day, um, doing a, an act of kindness. Um, every day, didn't matter how big or small, but just something, an act of kindness, and they had to uh, write the best part about their day. At the end of the day, then they had to, twice a week, they had to do something around the homes for their family. And every single child in that uh, in that little 12 samples, and, and their parents as well, said that 
writing three things they were grateful for every day was boring. And they, they found it hard to think of things to be grateful for. And, and, and that, what, that, that's, that's when we have, that's when I thought, well, hang on, that's, that's a really good thing to know because if, if that's the case, well, it's not going to, it's not going to stick for them because they're not enjoying it. It's just going to go sort of like it's in one ear and out the other and, and not really stick. So that's when we realized, well, hang on, that it's going to be more fun and interesting. So from that point, like, it's, there's nothing wrong with writing three things you're grateful for, but it was just that everyday factor. That was the, 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 the thing that they had. It was boring. So that's when we, we realized that we're going to have to make this a bit more interesting. And that's when uh, we, we came up with the idea of it's like a, it's called the habit, Habits of Happiness Wheel. It's like a twister wheel, like the board game Twister, where you spin around and it says left hand on um, red or on right leg on green or whatever it is. But it's like that sort of thing where you twist it around, you spin it around, and it's got 15 activities on it. Um, three of the activities are based on gratitude, three on kindness, three on positive reflection, three on the well-being warrior, which is around meditation and exercise, and three on operation home service. And so what happens is you spin the wheel around and whatever activity it lands on is the activity you do for that day. And that's the idea we got for that because the kids found, I guess, just some of that activity boring, but we still wanted to cultivate gratitude, but we needed to do it in different ways. So we found different ways to cultivate it. And same with the other, with kindness and things like that. So it's just about keeping the variety, keeping it fun for the kids and and using those different, I guess, strategies instead of the same one to cultivate it. And that's one of the, that's probably the, the biggest thing that we've found is getting those ideas of the kids, what works, what doesn't, and what they resonate with and what they don't. And that that wheel was a printed material, but now we've made it into a web app and that's part of the whole school approach, which is actually yeah, really cool. So yeah, it's great feedback from the kids. Yeah, that, I mean, and and that's that's a really good point, isn't it? You sort of, you take on board what they're saying and, um, and also I think probably the biggest takeaway from that particular thing is the fact that it, it then becomes relevant about today because, um, you know, as as the adults and you know trying to help them in these things you sort of sort of the, the more the more traditional or, or adult ways of writing these things down which you might understand as an adult as a, as a child it's slightly different and just having something which is based on right today i'm going to do this because of this um they're very much living the now which is, is 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 a fantastic thing and i think just encouraging that and supporting them and doing that but at the same time really um getting across the the activities that you you know are important um through the growing with gratitude um plan is uh it, it sounds like a really good way of doing it so um yeah really really fantastic it's been so lovely to speak to you and and for me this is just a, a really key thing for 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 every school really it just takes everything back to 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 the heart of of what it's what it's about to be human um and especially as a child and and how we interact together um and i think from having some of these values in place and just really understanding them i think it's a real a real bedrock really for all the other learning that you can have at school but i think it's 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 such a key thing and uh, i congratulate you on um on, on, on coming up with it and, and starting it and growing it and um, and anything we can do to support you, um, just let us know. And um, yeah, it's been a real privilege to chat. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate uh, your time and what you're doing and giving teachers a, a good resource to use to uh, discover different things that happen. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to you too. Lovely. Thanks very much. And um, yeah, and we'll, we'll hook up and, and try and um, speak to some of the children um from your end again and 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 really get an insight into how they feel about what they're doing and um we'll try and link that in with our 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 children and 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 kids season excellent no worries mark thanks for your time lovely thanks very much thank you for listening to the education on fire podcast for more information please go to educationonfire.com